When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 403. I will be telling comedy jokes in San Francisco at Cobb September 11th through the 14th. Uh, there's a bunch of shows there, uh, and it's a big room. So come on down. Uh, also, September 27th at the Wilbur Theater in Boston, uh, my buddy Matt Myra, podcast, podcast, cast member, podcast member, sister wife, Matt Myra. I'll be there as well, uh, opening up. So that should be a really fun show, September 27th. And then November 8th, I'll be at the Carolina Theater in Durham, North Carolina. Get tickets. Go to Nerdist.com slash calendar to find out that business. Several months ago, we had uh, a young woman on the Nerdist television show on BBC America by the name of Katie Sackoff, and she was fantastic. Uh, She was a great guest, really funny. And so I said, you have to come on the podcast. And she said, okay, I'll do it in the fall. Uh, And so we got her on uh, Riddick. She's in the movie Riddick. It's coming out September 6th. That's Friday, September 6th. But uh, just friggin' hilarious and delightful. Um, So she, you can follow her on Twitter at Katie Sackoff, which is K-A-T-E-E-S-A-C-K-H-O-F-F, Sackhoff. Um, So we had a blast with her up here at the... What do we call this space up here anyway? And are we are the studio should have a name, Katie Levine, K A T I E. Uh, I have no idea. Is this we the, should come up with a name for? Is it. this like the roost or the crow's nest? Uh, Doug Benson always calls calls it the Louis De Palma suite. <laughs> because yeah. it's sort of like Louis' yeah. little thing from Taxi. Exactly. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. We could call this the Louis De Palma room. We could. Take it from Doug. Yeah, but I wonder if that's too confusing to people to call it the Louis De Palma room. Maybe. Maybe for the younger audience. <laughs> Maybe that's for yeah, anyone, anyone who was born in the 70s or happens to be an extreme comedy nerd. Right now, we'll just call it the crow's nest. Okay. It's sort of a crow's nest. We peek out over the store. Yes. And now there's a bunch of people lining up. We're going to do one of our at midnight run throughs here at Meltdown right now when we're recording this. Uh, so I got to get downstairs and do a, a show. You might think this podcast is streaming live, but you'd be wrong. No one thinks that it's streaming live. Sometimes we'll get guests and they'll go, is this live? No, it's not live. Uh, but here's the Nerds Podcast number 403 with Katie Sackoff. Now entering Nerdist.com. That's our uh, that's our pal Karen Gillan in that movie too. I do love me some Karen Gillan. She's fucking awesome. She plays my daughter. What? Really? Yeah, it's lately. <laughs> Weird. 
Yeah. Have you seen her with her shaved head? Um, only in photos. Only in photos, and it looks pretty amazing. Like I wish I could shave my head for a movie. Yeah. I'm like dying, but I'm always I always seem to be like stuck on a TV show and they're like if you but touch feel, your hair. Don't you feel like that'd be one of those things we're recording now, right? Okay. Don't you feel like that'd be one of those things though where you would do it and be like, This is awesome and two days later you'd go, What did I do? It's gonna take forever. Um, I don't know. Well, after I cut my hair for Battlestar for the uh, the pilot, and it was really short, and I remember that they they literally cut my hair off and then sent us as an entire cast to boot camp, and I was sharing a room with Grace Park, and I woke up at like two o'clock in the morning sobbing, oh. and <laughs> I ran into the bathroom and just made sure that I could twist my hair up and put bobby pins in it, and I came back and was like, it's gonna be okay. I was so attached to my hair at like the age of like 21 I was just like my hair did you know anyone else in the cast at that point no no I mean we knew them we'd all met but um you know Grace happened to be my roommate so um it was so I ended up knowing Grace better than everybody else but did you expect that that show would end up becoming the thing that it became or were you like oh we're gonna do this old sci-fi show and it's gonna run on cable and and then it's just like you know Battlestar became like a thing no I I mean I didn't you know I just I I wanted to shoot a gun like I really you know I've said this so many times and I think people think I was joking like I had more like control over my career or something at that point um but I I needed a job um you know the last show I'd done was the education of Max Bickford with uh, Richard Dreyfuss and hadn't worked for like six months and was like oh god um oh I remember that yeah I remember that show um yeah, a great show. Um, Marsha Gay Harden, Peter O'Toole. It was like this, Eli Wallach. It was like this crazy see, that, Oscar-winning cast. Okay, now that's hilarious because you basically, when you got that job, you were probably like, well, fuck, what are, the, what is, what are people not going to, I mean, this is going to run forever. Look at this cast. Right, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's like I guess I'll do this, episodes in. do this little sci-fi show. I'll do and this then... thing. <laughs> um, no, and I, you know, I kind of, uh, I kind of took it just because I thought it would be really, really fun. And I didn't, and at the time I was trying to kind of change my image because I was still stereotypical like stupid blonde girl in all these roles like getting my head cut off in Halloween and like (laughs) I mean I was like you know the girl that everyone wanted to die um and um so I was kind of trying to shift it and is that why you wanted to shoot a gun to get back at those people no I wanted to shoot a gun to be like I don't want to be this stupid blonde girl anymore you know and um and I I never dreamed it would do what it did (laughs) yeah at what part in your in your career as an actor because there's the point where when you first start out you like any job you get is this is amazing and then at what point does the sort of the shine come off a little bit where you're like hmm i'm not really satisfied by these and when do you start kind of making those choices um um say the question one more time well, <laughs> i'm like i did everything in my power to not be stupid blonde girl anymore no no, no. no it's just can that, you say I that one more time i sure. dumb i don't want to be dumb anymore i want people yeah. i was literally thinking about i was like yeah sorry you're, you're bra- listen you're you're in the middle of a fuck ton of riddick promotion right now your days must be like this must be one of 50 things that you're doing today. At like 4.30 this morning, I was up walking dogs and then getting on the motorcycle and driving to ABC to do um, one of the Did you ride a things. motorcycle here? 
No, I did not. Not here. Not here. But this morning, they wanted to do a little segment with me on the motorcycle, you know, because I'm so tough now. That's yeah. right. Was um, that another uh, decision made to be less blonde and dumb? Well, when Trisha Halford did it, I was like, if that bitch can do it, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was, like, <laughs> I was like terrified of getting on a motorcycle. And she's like, oh, I did it. I'm still like, oh, scared. scared. Even a scooter, I'm scared. <laughs> listen, your your brain, the the fact that you're upright right now and that you're not sobbing in a corner, like shaking, trying to remember who you are and what day it is, because I, I know, you know, like especially leading up to, Riddick comes out in like a week, right? Yeah, like four days. Oh, it's coming out Friday. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, I uh, believe me, you're fine. You're you, everything's fine. You said something about shiny things. That's about all. <laughs> The shiny things. It was a wandery question, Chris. It was, <laughs> it was a bit wandery. I'm just. <laughs> I want to know when you look back at the history of your life and then compare that to your favorite James Joyce novel. At what point do you start to notice? Convenient. <laughs> Webster's um, Dictionary defines fame and success. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm in the inside the actor's studio right now. What is your favorite swear word? <laughs> Why wasn't I in more movies? Why wasn't I in more things? That this is like so much of it felt like that. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. wasn't I? What was yeah. <laughs> how does one? <laughs> how whose dick did you suck? Yeah. Right. To get the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. But somebody I- actually put that in a in <laughs> in a review at one point when Battlestar first came out. I think they actually said, you know, whose dick did this girl suck? Because to your what about you? Yeah. Oh, they people were very mean in the very beginning. Do you think, Very mean. Do you think because uh, you That's were not fair. It could have been a vagina. I mean, that's like so right? not fair. It's, it's so sexist. It's so judgmental. It's fair on her part, but on their part. Someone said that in a review. They don't understand what yeah. it was four people. <laughs> that shared one penis. All at the same time. They were conjoined, they were conjoined quartets. Yeah. Yeah. Quartets. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, uh, what, was that a, a review or just like a, like a I don't social remember. media thing? It was some blogger, which we all know they're journalists now, so I don't know. That sucks. Yeah. You have to not read that stuff, though. Well, I don't now. I don't now. <laughs> that was the last one. Yeah, but sometimes inadvertently it happens. Like, the other day somebody sent me this thing, like, you made such and such list. I was like, oh my god, that's fantastic. And I look it up, and it's like a, a, a list of everyone that hates me more than anything in life. And one of the things where they were like, she, her dress is so dated. Those shoes, I'm tired of it. Oh my god, her dress is fucking wrinkled. This bitch has no idea what she's doing. Jesus. And you're like... Oh my God! I thought it couldn't get worse after Battlestar. Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah, and I and I actually found the humor in it. You have but. to, and, and you know, for the, like the whose dick that she sucked, that, that gives you the perfect opportunity to go on and be like, like you said, like, well, it was four dicks and it was dark. It was really it tough was to amazing. see. I don't really know who. Yeah. And, then, and then the rest of the internet loved, and then like, oh, you know, because then they know that yeah. you. You, yeah. you have a sense of humor. Yeah, no, it's funny. It's um, I I called Trisha the other day, and I'm like, there's this whole blog about how much work I've had done on my face. And she starts <laughs> laughing, and she goes, well, honestly... That's a compliment, because yeah. you just look really fucking good. Yeah. Like, you, you have to take it like that. Really good. And I was like, thanks, that's awesome. I actually need to think about it like that. So you got to kind of flip everything yeah, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. be self-serving. <laughs> to a positive. <laughs> everything. You have to massage everything into your you ego. You do. The, you do. the yeah. shiny thing question was basically, so you're when you first start working as an actor, you just want any job. Yeah. And then at a certain point... You, you, the sheen wears off, the shine wears off of like, I'm working. And then it starts going like, I'm not really, you think that if you just work, you'll be satisfied. Right. And then that quickly becomes not satisfied. Right. Well, everything's relative, right? It you is. Know? And, and I think that, um, 
every job after the first job I got was kind of icing and I was like, all right, this is going to be fun. And in the beginning of my career, I took everything. You know, I had friends. I had a friend that turned down Halloween Resurrection and I was like, well, I'll go audition for it <laughs> and got it. And it every job begets another job at the beginning of your career. And then you have to start being more selective. And it's not that it's not because of your ego or what you think you're worth or anything. I think it's that your career has to have like some sort of like flow to it or people lose interest really fast. Sure. So you kind of have to, everything has to make sense, you know? So the career has to have a story? Yes, it does. At the end of my life, yeah, that's a story. I was being serious. Like, do you think like people want to follow like the decisions? Oh, you're being you make? serious. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. They do. They do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, they really do. They they think that you know. I think that people want it to make sense, and they want to kind of, you know, like, well, oh, she she did this because of this, and then this, and yeah. they want to think that you have control over it, and and so it's like the decisions you make, um, and it, and then ultimately it's not just you, you know, now. The, the more you start working, the more people actually care. And then all of a sudden it's like, so now you've got five people that you pay and take money from you and tell you what to do. And yeah. and you're like, I thought I was the boss. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, by the way, uh, don't don't worry that you didn't know Jonah was being sincere. Everything he says sounds sarcastic. <laughs> it does not. See, that right? <laughs> You, I honestly yeah. thought you were being sarcastic. No, I, I really, it's because of these glasses person. and he's, you know, and, and because of his tone, it, like everything sounds sarcastic. Did it really? Did sound sarcastic? Or do, were you just, did you just, was it the way I look or the way I sound? At this point, I don't. I've had nine million cups of coffee today and like four hours of sleep. And your molecules are vibrating. And no water. Yeah, I didn't have a. <laughs> and no food. Well, can't help with that. So, you know, they're, they're fine. Jonah, by the way, is like one of the sweetest guys you could ever know. He just looks like he'd be a dick. Is that a, <laughs> is that a compliment? I don't know. I don't think it is. <laughs> you, can tw- you can twist it. You yeah. can twist it. If you think hard enough, yeah. you'll be able to... Well, uh, I have always said that uh, being a dick with a smile just means you have charm. That's right. That's for And the they say that girls like dicks. That's true. They, they do. do. Some don't, though. Two ways. Some, some, some don't. don't. Some, some don't. of them yeah. suck them to get jobs. Yeah, they do. According to the internet. How many, Chris? Because you're really stuck on the four dick thing. Leagues four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barbara Cock Quintet. I like to, I like, I like to be the I like to be the pinwheel at the center of a <laughs> cock. Uh, I'm mer- trying to think of that mer- with around. We both know. messed up our dick jokes. With what's Damn happening? It, what's to the, us? Where have we gone <laughs> so far? Really God, ten years ago I would have been right on that. <laughs> now I'm like, what are the mechanics? I need yeah. to I need a whiteboard so I can map out. Barbara Cock Quintet. Who's ever heard this, of that? This dick joke. Uh, one of my favorite things that ever happened when we did the Nerdist TV show was um, you and Guillermo were there, and we were <laughs> we were doing a promo, and I half kiddingly I was like, and we'd been there for a while, so half kidding I was like, don't worry about this, guys. I'm really good at prompter. Oh, I was trying to say <laughs> you are good like, at prompter. I was trying to yeah. say like oh, we'll get through this quickly, but it really came off like like a guy who takes one dumb part of his job really seriously. Yeah. And I said it, and of course, immediately I was like, "Tonight on the Nerds Show, it's Katie." Ah, oh, fuck! And I fucked it up immediately. <laughs> For a while, I think. <laughs> like, I, I fucked it up For a couple weeks. times. It was just weeks. Because then I got yeah. fucking it up. We didn't get out of there for like a month. <laughs> and I was so I was so flustered, and I'm like, "God damn it! She's gonna think I'm a total asshole." But I was I was half kidding, but I wanted them to know that we were gonna get through it quickly. <laughs> And I think I even tweeted at you later, like, I'm really good at prompter. You, you so are good. really good at prompter. Like, <laughs> so good at prompter. It's a very specific skill now. It is. Yeah, it specific. is. Yeah. It's right up there with four dick juggling. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Now, wait a minute. Are you are they, just like, di- disembodied and you're juggling four? Yeah, that's what I was... Or you're, is it just like... Uh, <laughs> I, I should got the dicks, so I'll never know. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, have you ever like tried to swim through kelp and it's just like it's you're just like a swimming through dicks? Yeah. yeah, 
It's like how a porn star and a gangbang. That's right. It's, like. a, it's a it's a it's a dick net at, it's a, dick <laughs> at a tuna net. You cannery. Can't swim through it. You can't swim through you a dick net. You can't swim through you a dick never, net. You get you just like see people just you caught up. No. You can't. It's really hard. In all seriousness, guys, thousands of dolphins die every year from getting their bottlenoses caught in dick nets in our oceans. Yeah. We are raising money to save these poor dolphins. <laughs> we are. We are from the, di- the, the dick nets. From the dick nets. Yeah. Stop the dick nets. <laughs> you know that it's. Some point when they were coming up with like dragnet, they were like, "We could call it Dick." <laughs> Do we know that they did that? They didn't seem like a fun they bunch. No. They did because they were all called dicks. <laughs> That's true. And it's net. That's true. See? Oh my god, totally. But was that a big euphemism in the fifties? Dicks. <laughs> Dick. Maybe yeah, I mean, like, like well, as a private eye or like a detective, but I don't know. So. Is there like, is there some irony in Dick Tracy in the sense that he's Dick and he's also kind of a Dick? I think so. When yeah. Did Dick okay, become, so then maybe. When did, when did Dick become penis? I don't know. Can we? Uh, can we get the etymology of Dick, please? Yeah. Can we get the the slang a etymology? Dick, that was that was around for a long time. It was private right dick. about when twerking made it into the dictionary. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> dictionary. Diction. Look at. Come that. on, guys. Dicks are everywhere. Dicks are everywhere. Webster's dictionary to say <laughs> describes <laughs> dick as, as a dick. <laughs> everything. Everything. <laughs> just. I don't know. I don't know because I, that's one of those ones where I don't know where it came from yeah. like when was the last time a guy said please call me dick like yeah, a guy named Richard you know a friend of mine was right because try- they don't dig no one no would one would do that, that anymore. anymore please don't call me dick just don't call me dick yeah. don't call me at all someone was, someone was trying to a friend of mine was trying to reintroduce the word prick into vernacular I love prick because I love it, prick too but to, <laughs> yeah even like someone's to gonna of, take that and make it a soundbite and you're yeah. gonna be sorry you said it <laughs> I love oh it. and dick net Katie, yeah. Katie Sackhoff said in a recent interview I love prick <laughs> oh no! Fantastic. Riddick, guys. Hey. Riddick. Oh no! His real ridiculous. name is totally Richard. Oh, yeah. it's actually it's Rid Richard. First. The name came first. I can't find an exact year. Come on, that... internet better. Uh... <laughs> you can find this, Katie. I believe in you. Maybe I should check. Can I get on my AOL from that computer? <laughs> <laughs> 1890, it says. 1890? Yeah. Where the name came from. Yeah, no, like the court, it's slang. So, the, the Old West. That, of course. The name was, Dick was like in the 13th and 14th centuries. Hmm. But the name. Yeah, the name was 18, around 1890. I don't remember. So, you got to now question every person who named their kid Dick. After that. And yeah. Richard, after 1890. Yeah. Really? They would know. Because they should have known. known. I never saw it on Deadwood, so I, that's why I didn't think it was part of that vernacular. Did they use prick? They used cock and prick. Yeah, I like prick with a little bit of like an e sound. A prick. Well, you, oh, that's right. sort of Al Swearingen esque. Yeah, but it, yeah, but my my friend said you can't say it without doing the Sinatra voice. Like, yeah, so with with these dames, and one of them grabbed my prick. Like it just sounds <laughs> like a. It just sounds like a, a, a Sinatra word. And then yeah. you hit somebody with your mitt. <laughs> you yeah. hit someone with your mitt and knock them in the gams. And knock them in the gams. <laughs> and then everyone gets at it and goes to the juke joint. <laughs> um, how has... Uh, when did you guys shoot Riddick? Is this one of these movies where you shot it like a year ago and then you forgot about it and then now it's just like a month of Riddick, Riddick, Riddick? It's like two years ago. Oh, wow. Um, October. No, wait. I'm totally lying right now. It oh. was February. Why would you lie So to it's me? like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. A year and a half ago. It was... Uh, we finished filming that two days... Or I did two days before my first season of Longmire. So I went straight from Montreal to Santa Fe. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. 
And like, you know how you describe the crying in the center of the room because you're so tired? <laughs> yeah. It was like the first four episodes of me of Longmire. I think it, I think I was like in the hospital once because I was so tired and just like sick, just sick, sick, sick. Because um, I just didn't stop. Um, and Oculus was in there somewhere. Too. Are you uh, are you a workaholic type, or is it just like, well, all these jobs come up, so I'm just gonna. I, want, I like working, and I like these jobs. So yeah, you know, I think I've always kind of understood that this was a finite thing, and that at some point, um, you know, people are gonna not want me to do it as as maybe as regularly as they do now. So I would be stupid to not keep working. I think you know, because I don't know. They say at forty. Oh, the, the business is I so know. shitty to women. Yeah, so it's weird, but I mean, it's been. Do like they really this... say that? Do you feel like that? Do you feel like? Do you feel the ticking oh, clock? Yeah. And well, yeah, there was a big agency that shall remain nameless that said that they uh, didn't. Uh, they didn't want to represent me because they saw no value in women, only men and directors. Holy <laughs> shit! Someone said that to you? Pretty much. Oh my Pretty god! Much. Yeah. And, and... Does, yeah. That's got to feel weird too, just because like you did the where you played a mom. To someone who is, unless that's a weird thing. He's not being sarcastic right now. No, no, not at all. (laughs) Like to Karen. (laughs) Yeah, to Karen, who is, uh, what, like four or five years younger than you? Yeah. Karen's probably 24 or 5. Yeah, yeah. And you're 31 ish? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, was, I was like 32 when I played the role. I'm 33 now. Um, and they were they, as she and uh, Brenton Thwaites play my kids grown up. Um, Brenton Thwaites. Thwaites. I always call Thwaites. him Thwaites, and then people get really mad Thwaites. at me. Thwaites. Thwaites with a W. Is he Thwaites. Is he British? He is Australian. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Close. And. <laughs> <laughs> That you was... just fucking spike your headphones and leave <laughs> after that. Right? Just drop, drop it and fucking walk yeah. off. What's it look like from the peak, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it. <laughs> How are you going to get down? <laughs> oh, God, that was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, sorry. Sorry. I hope. Hello. I know that most of the interviews are pro- there are probably not uh, there are probably not belly laughs in a lot of the Riddick <laughs> interviews that you've been doing lately. <laughs> probably not. I uh, my sister. I was in the car with my um, my older sister, who is this world is so completely foreign to her. I mean, she's she's only come to California to visit me like twice, and um, and so she comes to the Riddick premiere. My whole family went, and she came with me on my press day. My my uh, foreign press day and so I'm doing all these interviews and she's listening to me like doing work in the corner and then on the way home I was doing phone interviews on speaker and at one point she forgot we were on speaker and she went they asked the same questions, oh, Katie. Shit. I was like, oh my god. Oh. I'm like, oh. I'm like, I'm so sorry, <laughs> losing you. <laughs> oh my god, it was amazing. Foreign press day. My name is Benito with the right. Italian presser. How many cocks did you suck? Come on, man. Come on. What are you doing? Is, Seriously. Is this the cliche international press day? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we, we just bring in all the cartoon characters from all over the world. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> so time for the pizza. <laughs> That's like, now I want to go see cars. Exactly. Uh, adorable. Yeah. Uh, you're you're an Oregonian, right? I am an Oregonian. I fucking love Portland. I fucking <clears throat> love it too. What part of Oregon? Well, St. Helens, which is me and um, Holly Madison are from St. Oh, Helens. Hey. 
Oregon. Um, she's, I think, a year younger than me. Yeah. Which is a little shocking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what part is saying that's north? Um, it's middle. It's across the river from like Rainier, which I don't think that helps. Yeah, yeah, you at yeah. All. no Rainier. Okay. I know. Yes. <laughs> okay. I see. So I've on seen the, it from on the, the way to Seattle. Oh, if you've never had a Rainier cherry, my friend, you are missing out oh, on the really cherry of cherries. Them. Rainier cherries are fucking delicious. They pop in your mouth beautifully. <clears throat> they absolutely, oh. they're delicious. But I, but, but Oregon is such gorgeous. <laughs> country how many cherries <laughs> did you um every time uh, every yeah. time the girlfriend oh. and i go up to portland it's one of those places where you go like we should just buy a house up yeah. here just a nice small house for a couple hundred thousand and dollars you, can. you really can. You can yeah you can still you can call my dad <laughs> is your dad a real estate my dad's a builder yeah. oh yeah was he built usually yeah. with like what, like the local pine or uh I don't know. No? <laughs> I don't, I don't or is know. Or no, like, it's like... <laughs> I like the read on that. I don't know. I don't know. Legit, I don't know. Legit I don't quest. Know. He, builds, he builds a very sturdy, good house <laughs> for for less money than the competitors. You know, I think my dad is, you know, when, when the shit hit the fan in 2008, I think my dad's the only independent builder that managed to stay in business in the Northwest. So, oh, wow. Yeah, pretty, pretty proud of him. He started building apartments immediately and made this transition... Um, out of houses into apartments and then slowly now back into houses. Wow. Through some kind of builder mafia? He seamlessly, he... yeah. It's called the build, Builders 200 or 500 Club. Oh, wow. It seriously exists, Shit. by the way. Um, yeah, no, I think that he's just smart. My dad's completely self-made and, you know, his his dad passed when he was really young and and um, he just really, he worked his ass off. So it's kind of cool. So he, yeah, he built houses. And then uh, does does he understand at all what you do, or does he think it's like, oh, that's cute, you're doing what you want to do, or does he really like get, well, understand it? When I first moved here, he was so upset because he wanted <laughs> he wanted me to be an environmental lawyer to go against all the spotted owl people that were suing him. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> he wanted to use you. <laughs> yeah, to... I was like, Dad. He's like, you're the smart one, Katie. You have to, which is really sad actually for my brother and sister. <laughs> I'm the smart one. I don't know what that says, but um. Um, yeah, no, he was like, Quan, you got to do this. And, and then I'm the only one that didn't stay and work for the family business. So You could oh. write a play about the lawyer who sues the... I could play a lawyer. Because fuck right. those owls, man. Right, you don't say that and go back to Oregon no. <laughs> and, and live long. Because no. they're stoned and they're hippies, but they will fucking take you out. They will fuck you, you up. You will fuck with these owls. They will, you will never be found. Down on Burnside. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, a second ago, you didn't seem lucid, and then I said, "Fuck the owls," and then I got attacked by all these crazy. <laughs> like, you, right? Exactly. You walk, you walk down downtown Portland, and it's just—it's so funny to see the juxtaposition of <clears throat> what is ostensibly kind of a business district, right. and then the Lost Boys. It's yeah. Crazy, yeah. I mean, there were there were areas where my parents were like, "You cannot go anywhere near that. Scratch that. Fifteen blocks this way of that. Yeah. Like forever. I mean, and it it." Keeps changing, like they yeah. keep. It's like they, they have nowhere to go. It's a very, <laughs> they're nomadic. It's a very interesting, yeah. And yeah. you know, if I have to say, if I ran away from home, I would go to California Why because it's nicer. Yeah. Would you not? Absolutely. Hundred yeah. percent. I would make my a way. A good chunk of the year. South. A good chunk of the year, you're going to be out in horrible rain. elements. Three hundred days out of the year, it's going to rain. On Is you. Portland that yeah. bad too? Yeah. Yeah. We were just in Seattle um, for PAX. Which Bumbershoot was having at the same time. Fucking gorgeous weather. Stunning, Seattle. Hot, but sunny the yeah. entire time. But Portland, 
I don't know. Portland, I didn't. I thought Seattle's weather was worse than Portland's. It's, they're very similar. The difference is, is that Portland's a valley, so it's actually surrounded by mountains, so in the summer it cooks. And oh. you kind of um, maybe potentially could be blocked by some of that weather, and Seattle is because it's right, right on the, the water. It just gets... Some of them smarts right there. What? That's what that's going on. What? That's some of them smarts right there. Yeah, they talking about weather yeah. patterns. Yeah. But we're going. I'm, we're going up to Portland in um, like a week, in a, a couple of weeks. You love that city. Chloe loves it, and it's her birthday, and so we're just going to take her to Portland for her birthday. And her a favorite tattoo artist lives up there. Oh, that's right. Oh my God, and who is it? Because I need to get a new tattoo. Um, her name is Alice uh, Kendall. Okay. And Alice, what's her shop called? Uh, can you look up Alice Kendall, please, mm-hmm. Katie? Yes, I will plug that shop because they're fucking awesome. Go for it. And, you going uh, to finally get one? Nope. Nope. Nope, not going to do it because... Because uh, your body's in hell. Infinity Tattoo. <laughs> Infinity Tattoo. Okay. Yeah, Alice not Kendall. At all. No tattoos. No, not Never one. Never going to happen. No, because I just feel like I would get it and then be like, I got to scrape this off. I changed my mind. There was only one design that I really thought that I would... Uh, what is it? Is it a dick net? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> it's a dick net, but my dick is the middle of it. It's so amazing. It's like you're seamlessly. Yeah. My dick is the nose of the dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuck in it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost worth it now. Right? It's yeah. almost worth it right. now. That was one of those. And there blowholes on the back. Yay! Yeah. Like, yeah. That was a, that I was think... a moment where I wish this podcast was a uh, video just to see Katie <laughs> just <laughs> doing the swimming, swimming motion. The, the space the noise. work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the space work was amazing. Yeah. And then I could just like take it out at rallies and be like, don't let this happen to your album. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, one of my favorite tattoos I ever saw, in a, was a, it was a guy, this might be on the internet somewhere, but he had a tattoo of Popeye on his stomach and his dick was also Popeye's dick. And it worked because of Popeye's like squat, plump limbs. It oh, just yeah. like it, the the proportions of it totally made sense. That's, that's great. Uh, that, that's was of, that was a lot. That was a lot. That's a big commitment, though. Yeah, that's a big. That's commitment. a big commitment. Yeah. So the, the design yeah. that I think that I that I that I would get uh, would be, uh, I would I would maybe get the uh, the Time Lord symbol. <laughs> Uh, from the the from the doctor's pocket watch back here on the doctor's watch maybe up on the arm or the shoulder I'm never gonna do it Chloe is every time I joke and go I'm gonna get a tattoo she's like let's fucking do it right now you know the best place to get a tattoo so it's not seen is like on the rib cage on a guy Oh really? Yeah. yeah, it's a very interesting place. Like people don't see. I have one down the side of my body that people just never. I see. feel like that would really hurt right there. <laughs> That's does. tender skin that just yeah. touches bone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, feels, it, hurts. it hurts. People rarely see my tattoo. Just because usually I'm, you know, wearing the long sleeve shirts. That are yeah, Jonah's got the uh, the jackass penguin. Yeah, so it's out now officially the South African penguin. Oh, it is now officially. A South it was African. a jackass was, derogatory. It turns out, yeah, it turns out there was because there was like the jackass penguins and there was the South African penguins, and they okay. realized it was just so close that they. What are the jackass penguins? Oh, this this one's little the little guys. The little guys. Yeah, these are the little. They're but about they're like, called that tall. like jackass penguins. Yeah. Really. Hmm. Really? Yeah, because the <laughs> when they make a noise, it sounds kind of like a donkey. Oh, oh. jackass penguins. Interesting. Got it. Yeah. I thought like Johnny Knoxville, like, like yes. no, no, fucked no. one in the asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Steve. See, dressed that as was a, a different. Dra- I was going for the. <laughs> 
I was going for the show all about the penguins that were doing death-defying stunts and stapling Jackass things penguins. to their butts. But, you, yeah. but, but that's actually, but yours is something that actually would happen on the yeah. show. One of them fucked a penguin. One of them yeah. fucked a penguin. The thing is, your version. Get this face work. He kept trying to fly away, but then realized that they don't fly. fly. No. Uh, and then he just went. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, it's a jackass. The thing is, they, like, they do, like, penguins do do stuff much like the jackass guys where they'll eat food and then throw it up to one of their other mouths and then have so it's it. very, yeah, very similar, similar to yeah. what they do and they take a smaller penguin and then throw yes, it through a yeah. plate glass window yeah, exactly. all the time I, yeah. I, I, yeah totally i could see that yeah. happening uh one of the uh, weirdest tattoos i ever saw was i was going through a like an old uh vice magazine i was just looking through the do's and don'ts section mm-hmm. and there was a picture of a guy like holding up his shirt and it was this line drawing of like an old-timey like burlesque lady and one of her nipples was his nipple like, oh, so she like, and she was like conflicted. Kind of, yeah, it was real, yeah. real weird. And then I looked at the guy, and then I realized there's a guy I grew up with in Hawaii. You knew that guy. Yeah, really? I knew the dude. Yeah, that's Alston. awesome. Did you ever contact him and no, say, I, "Hey, I haven't sweet, seen, I haven't sweet seen tit tat"? Yeah, I haven't seen him since. But it was like I was uh, just like that <clears throat> stuck in my brain. Do you guys watch MMA? I've some, not really. Okay, so you don't know who Brock Lesnar is. I know, I know the name. Okay, so Brock Lesnar has a tattoo of a sword on his chest, and it looks like a big dick. Nah. <laughs> Not intentional? And it's right here. Not intentional. And it looks like he put a dick on his chest. Yeah. And it's shooting, and it's these, shooting <laughs> this fluid of justice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's actually supposed to be blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's they blood. ran out of ink. I, you know, I've I've watched uh, I've watched some MMA before. Like if someone has a party, like oh, we're gonna watch this big right. thing tonight. But um, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I, I don't really. It's I don't really consume physical bouts of sporting yeah. activity. I get that. My either does my fiance, and I always like. Am, Good for him. I'm usually the one watching like the sport in the house, and I took him to. His, You're making him get your beers. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, give me a beer. <laughs> um, and um, I took him to his first MMA fight last weekend when we were at the Harley 110th anniversary in Milwaukee. My friend Josh was actually fighting, and I took him to the fight, and he was like, "I've never seen you so nervous." For somebody else in my entire life, because I was like walking and pacing and like pulling my hair out of my head. Uh, that shit's yeah, because that fucking shit's real. And when it was all over, I was like, oh god, okay, Ugh. it's good, it's good, I'm totally fine. Yeah. I mean, you people die. Like, crazy, bludgeoning each other. Yeah. Do you yeah. do you like the uh, do you so do you you, you ride motorcycles now uh, since? The Trisha Helfer incident. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I did. I, I immediately went down and got my license. <laughs> did and, you really? Yeah, I did. Like within months. Um, and uh, yeah, so now we we ride together. We have a gang. Sweet. That we call the Acting Outlaws. It's very tough. <laughs> um, I've never heard <clears throat> of such a pussy-sounding g- gang yeah, name. Yeah. Well, when the two members have pussies, it actually works. <laughs> so. Um, I like you a lot, yeah. Katie Sagoff. I yeah. like you a lot. You guys should. You guys, your gang name should be, since it's just only girls, should be uh, Ms. 13. <laughs> what? Which is a play off of the... Brutal Mexican gang from East LA, MS 13. No, oh let's not do that let's at all. Do that. No, they will cut me. Let's wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's take away the real aspect of actually doing that and think that that was a pretty good joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's let's no, laugh instead of uh, just. It's no close. You should call yeah. yourself like Mr. Crip. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Crip. Hey, y'all, Mr. Crip. Hi, I'm Miss Blood. <laughs> oh, I don't like you. I don't like you either. <laughs> Sell it over some checkers. Yeah. Hey, bitches, it's Ms. 13. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, no. 
<laughs> just, hey, everybody, hey. we're all going to die after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to, they're going to be outside and they're going to cut us. That's right. Yeah. And the, the people after the spotted owl comment are going to hold us down. Yeah. And then for once, they're going to come together and we're going to bring them together. Right now. And then we're going to create world peace from this we podcast. Will. This is it's where amazing. This is where it starts. This is where it starts. Yeah. Um, what are you, uh, you going to do after all this crazy uh, Riddick Press stuff flows over you? <laughs> Right, yeah. Well, after Toronto Film Festival for Oculus, I'm going to come home and take actually two months off. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have a sick dog at home that's no. that's passing. So, no. And the doctors gave him a couple months. So we're going to, he and I are just going to chill. We're going to like eat pizza. Oh, and, my like, mom just went through that. It's horrible. It's after like 17 years. Like, I don't even cool. know. Yeah, my mom went through that and running. Chloe went through that too. My neighbor. And same, same kind of thing where it's just like 13, 14, 15 year old. Yeah, yeah my neighbor's dog, 20 years. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. And it's so weird because like up until this moment, like he's like the the little engine that could dog. Like everything that's gone wrong or could go wrong did go wrong and he's always come through it like it's okay, mom. I was mauled by a pitbull, but I'm fine. Oh, like, what kind of dog is he? He's like a little chihuahua wiener dog thing. Gotcha, His name's Meatball. Aww. He's awesome. I got him at the, I got him at a kill shelter when I was like 19. Um and um <clears throat> He's just amazing. He's the coolest dog ever. And then all of a sudden he gets like lung disease and it's like, and he's going to be gone yeah. in like like <sighs> months. So I've decided to take some time off just because I, you know, like I'm not going to get that back. And like, I just kind of want to watch him and make sure that he's okay and that like he's comfortable. And I think you need to be there to kind of know if it's time to make that decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then uh, I uh, just... Um, got a movie potentially in in november that we're working on the deal for so. excellent congratulations yeah oh, i'm so yeah. sorry about your pooch it's okay he's 17 years dude that's like, a good it's um, a good amount you of know time. like i'm i'm past the crying at this point and now i'm just kind of like let's have fun man yeah. you want pizza yeah. eat it <laughs> eat it sweet. you want to eat your brother do it <laughs> do whatever you want yeah i had to have the uh <laughs> the, the tone just shifted dramatically <laughs> Dick nets, you guys. Dick nets. I know. I was like, should I bring this up? Should I? Yeah. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. I think should it's. I, I think it's. Up? I think it's important. If anyone's going through this, they they will feel comforted to know that someone right. else is. But right. my, you know, I had to have the conversation with my mom because her her dog kind of like they. She thought she wasn't sure for a while, yeah. and then it was like we had the call where she was like. I feel like I should do this. T- you know, it was me basically comforting her that she was making the right decision. Right. And I was like, he can't walk anymore and he yeah. can't go to the bathroom. And you gotta, this is yeah. this is the most loving thing you can do for this yeah. little guy. And that's a hard thing to do, too. It's really hard. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's it's weird. I've never had an animal before. So this is going to, it's going to be. Well, it sounds like you've had hard, one but, for about 14 years. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. Um, you just made me a lot younger than I am, which thank you. No, you um, said you got him at nineteen, and you just said you're thirty three. So I, I just true. did that's the quick true. math. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you could? Remember when I was smart and I knew weather patterns? Listen, we were talking about your dog. You don't have to we do were. math immediately totally afterwards. Fine. Totally fine. Tell us about your dog now. Right. If a train leaves Chicago, it's seven miles an hour. <laughs> I uh, yeah no, but I backed out of. I was supposed to go to a convention in Montreal, and I just backed out because I'm like I just can't. It's too far away. If something goes wrong, I can't get back. So oh, that's yeah. the, and, and I'm sure at first people were like, what the fuck? What do you hate yeah. your fans? And you're like, I'm going for my dog. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, right? I'm a really bad person <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> it's like, now I'm going to bring it down again. So I had cancer six years ago. What? And um, No, it's totally fine. I'm fine. Oh, okay, good. It was thyroid cancer. They just took out my thyroid. But um, people would like say really horrible things. And just to be really funny, I'd be like, I have cancer. 
<laughs> they would just be like, what the fuck? You're There's allowed no, that, though. No coming back yeah. from that. And my yeah. fiance would be like, you really should do the dishes. I'm like, I have cancer. <laughs> oh, I said. <laughs> really bad. And it was right around Christmas time, and like everyone was like, why didn't you like make cookies this year? And I was like, I have cancer. <laughs> cancer. Do you want cancer yeah. cookies? And then they go, yeah, I want to get them before it's too late. <laughs> What what do you want yeah. for Christmas? Not cancer. Yeah. Exactly, it was pretty bad. I, yeah. I mean, it was. I used it for so long that after a while, like Trisha and my girlfriends were like, "Katie, you've been fine for two years." <laughs> but remember when? Remember when I wasn't? I remember when I was the only yeah. one out of us who'd ever had cancer? Remember that? <laughs> Man, yeah. I don't have cancer now. I have the worst luck. Why does everything have to not happen now to me? I have to do the fucking dishes. God damn it! Yeah. Well, I'm very glad to hear that you're okay. <laughs> did you know for a long time, or was it like, did you weren't feeling well, and you went in, and they were like, this has to come out now? It was right at the end of Battlestar, and I was like really, really like tired and sick, and I knew something was wrong, and like doctors wouldn't believe me, and I just was adamant about it, and then they found it, and they realized that my thyroid was being impeded by the the nodules on it and just took it out so <sighs> yeah no it's all right i'm fine okay you know. good yeah i mean so I, you, you have know, had I work have done to- yeah, I have. I have. I have. Totally. Everyone's getting their thyroids out. Everyone's doing it because then you get to take the pills and they can make you thinner. It just it makes your neck look sleeker. It does. And then they can just pull the skin yeah, together really at the same know. time. You know how they say you can't get work done on your neck? Not true. You know what's funny? Is it... Suck that shit in just like a C-section. I, oh. <laughs> a cancer section. Every... <laughs> That's this one. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> can you please point me to the... Awesome. You know, the... Uh, you look at you look at people that have a lot of work done, and you're like, God damn it, never will I do that. And then you realize that there are a lot of things you say when you're younger about getting older, and then you start to get older, and you're like, and then you start feeling like someone's just slowly shoving you toward a, a cliff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're like, I, I don't know, I have to, you know, like I really just hope that yeah. I deal with it gracefully when it happens, because so you're never ready. It happens. I was just fuck off, the- Jonah. <laughs> it was it, it wasn't sincere. It was just a really good spot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I'm oh, I'm 41. Well, someone just told me that. Midlife crisis is when all the doors that you've had opened your entire life, all the ones you haven't gone through, close. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And I was like, "Fuck, that's actually kind of true." Yeah, like, I could have like done they, that, right? They yeah. just they they all close at once, and you're like, "Fuck." Yeah, it's like being at the mall, and you're like, oh, "I'm just gonna go back for one more thing." Where'd everyone go? Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. did every, why did I wait so long? Right. So that's why it's important to t- to take these movies it and is. get the tattoos. Look at that, and spend time with your dog. Spend time with your yeah. dog. You know all of that shit. When are you getting married? I have no idea. Okay, good. <laughs> no, no idea. Doesn't he know you had cancer? <laughs> What's the problem? I actually did that for a long time. <laughs> <You did. laughs> I got this point. It's, it's really bad. Listen, really honey, bad. if the cancer thing didn't work. I feel like I'm manifesting it to come back because <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. all the time. Um, no, it, uh, we don't know. Like it's, it's kind of, After eight years together, you kind of like, you know, you don't want the person next to you that you love more than anything to miss an opportunity. And so if something comes along for him or for myself, it's kind of like, how do you, how do you plan a wedding? Because what if so and so calls, or what if this happens? Or there's so never going to be a good no, time. It's like vacations, time. weddings, everything. There's never a good having yeah. kids. There's never really a good. There really isn't. So I kind of figure that you know. And then you look at the price of it, and you're like, that's like a 
fucking new deck for our house. Well, not only that, but they but they you you they purposely fuck you because you you can call and go, uh, "Hi, I want to get some flowers." And they go, "Great, it's $100." Oh, they're for a wedding. $9,000. Like, yeah. what? It's, it's the same flowers. Okay. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. They've done studies. They like jack it up 30% or something like that. Yeah, no, uh, when we were prepping for our wedding, uh like Dee was just like, "Don't tell anybody. This is yeah. just say we're having a party. Uh-huh. We're having a party." And, you know, we were able to bring it in at real real cheap. Yeah. No, I think, you know, I don't know what I think personally. I Listen, here's know. the point. It's if if you don't feel like because you probably I'm sure I'm sure you I was in a relationship for seven years and people and it was it's usually people who are already married who are like when are you gonna get married yeah like why are you trying to force me into your club maybe we're happy the way we are why do we have to get do what you did yeah no it's weird and they're like well don't you want babies I'm like you're right. Because I have to get married to get That's right. knocked yeah. up. That's what, listen. It's been proven through time. It, 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 to be what happens is once you are legally married, God will activate your ovaries. Yes. And yeah. that's when the egg production totally. starts. And uh, then you start to get people saying, well, don't wait too long. You are 33. That sucks, yeah. that sucks so bad. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Come on, you guys. Yeah. Leave me alone. You yeah. got time. I have tons of time. You'll be fine. It's totally fine. Do you, uh, do you, are you an anxious type or are you pretty cool with stuff? It depends on what it is. You know, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, um, well, no, I'm going to go ahead and say just anxious. Just anxious yeah, in I'm general? Yeah, I'm going to, I, I, You know you yeah. shouldn't drink coffee if you're anxious. It just makes it way worse. <laughs> it's okay because I drink a bottle of liquor at night and it just oh, takes me back a, down. Well, Take again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? You're, people are not getting the space work. People are not getting to experience your hand uh, space work, which is superb. <laughs> which is superb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you? F- yeah. Did <laughs> were you ever a hypochondriac before? Totally. Did well, having no, cancer wasn't. cure you of it, or did it make it worse? I wasn't until I had cancer, and now all of a sudden, scared of everything, like everything. I mean, it's it's pretty intense how scared of everything I am. You do not want to be the person flying next to me. Um, I usually try to find someone on the plane that's a worse flyer than I am because then all of a sudden I'm the hero. Like, uh-huh. like you're going to be fine. It's totally fine. That fucking bum. <laughs> going to be fine. We're going to awesome. Oh, yeah. I just had to do that with my mom because my mom is a terrible fl- She hates flying. Oh, I hate it. And I fly almost every, every fucking weekend. Right. And so I used to hate it, but I really don't give a shit now. No. Like, I go to sleep on planes and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, so, but I'm with my mom and every little bump. And it's funny that, I, like, now I'm impatient with her, but 10 years ago, I had to get, I had to drink, like, a six-pack to get on a fucking plane. And now I'm like, right. Mom, it's fine. It's like we're going through water. Just to pretend it's like water. Right. She's like, but we're so high up. And I go, I know, it's fine. So totally fine. I love when someone goes, we're three miles in the air. I'm like, <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> well, really, it's like six. Yeah, I don't want to talk about okay. it. Okay, all right. Um, no, I usually get on planes and, like, drink, and drink. A lot. Yeah. Um, it's great. I, a uh, couple, like a year ago, my, my thyroid medication was off and I was having massive panic attacks like all the time and I'd never had panic attacks before and all of a sudden I was like, I guess it's just a new phase in my life. I guess I'm just crazy. <laughs> like, this is gonna, fuck me. And like, they were so debilitating. I was like going to the emergency room and I was like, oh my God. And, um, 
And I went to the emergency room one time, and they were, I mean, I was freaking out. And the guy's like, have you, why didn't you just take a Xanax? And I was like, because I've had three beers, and I didn't, it can kill you if you take that. And he don't goes, mix. And he goes, okay, so you don't need suicide watch. <laughs> That's good. I'm like, you don't fucking tell me that. Like, what if I said I took a Xanax? You were going to put me on a 72-hour hold or something? Yeah. It's oh, crazy. man. Yeah, and then they took me down, and they just completely went away. I was like, wow, that's awesome. So Years and years ago, uh, I had uh, really bad back problems. And someone uh, and the doctor, I had two different kinds of medication. And I didn't really understand anything about, like, take this, right. don't take... First of all, if you're listening to this, don't take med- don't yeah. take pain like just be careful because people just like oh, oh it's a medical thing it's I'll just pop this and then I'll chase yeah. it like because like even even if I was to go on and see like I took a Vicodin once uh, I, I took it a couple times for my back and then I would go oh can I take a Tylenol with this because I guess it has Tylenol in it and then you see all these forms where people are like well I took a Xanax and then I had a Vicodin and then I took this other thing and now I'm kind of feeling that it's like they're taking. Right. These cocktails right. of drugs. Massive amount yeah. of drugs. But there was one time where, uh, and and I'm so thankful that this happened because it cured me of ever like wanting to yeah. take pills again. But I took a Vicodin one day, and then the next day my bad back was still bad. So I took a like a Valium or something like a muscle relaxer, right. and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I had the most terrifying like I think I'm gonna go jump off my balcony and I don't know if I can stop myself like the most <laughs> horrifying like my brain was firing in a way that I knew like this is not normal yeah and then I found out like oh you're not supposed to mix uh, benzodiazepines with these you know like it was yeah. some sort of a yeah you there's a half-life of the pill and you if it's not out of your system after a day and you should never take these two things and it's and it, crazy. it was the only time that I've ever had like a legitimately suicidal thought that felt mechanical like yeah. my br- my brain was like you're going to do this and i, yeah. I can't stop myself like so please people you do not mix drugs don't do mix not drugs. mix pills don't do it don't no. it's so yeah no it's crazy they will fuck you up oh yeah, yeah. no it's insane. Chris, that's not really saying people are going to hear that and get excited no <laughs> no it'll yeah. fuck you up the bad way in a bad way, bad way. In, a, in a way you won't come back no, it's chris howard said taking two kinds of pills gonna fuck me up real good <laughs> right after katie sackoff says uh, she loved them pricks. <laughs> it was awesome. It was, it was a great podcast. It was amazing. No. Awesome. Wow. My publicist is going to call and be yeah. like, you just admitted that you were like on a 72-hour hold. I'm like, no, yeah. I didn't. I said they could have put me on a 72-hour Look, hold. Yeah. it's on TMZ now. People are going to go see Riddick. This is good for is everyone. Good. Yes. Oh, the places will go. Yeah. No, no, no. Then you're going to be like, I have cancer. Yeah, <laughs> I had cancer. I had cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I'm always, I'm always afraid of that one too. Like, I'm always like, I don't feel good. It's probably, you know, so many times that Chloe's had to say to me like. It, and now it's just the point where I'll just turn her and go, and she'll go, you don't have cancer. Are you a hypochondriac? A little bit. Yeah, me too. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I just, um, I'm too, uh, I think part of the nerd brain is being too aware of yourself. I think that's part of being artistic, too. Maybe. You know, I think that you have to be kind of aware of that. And, mm-hmm. and it opens yourself up to, to being more aware of your body and how you feel and what's going on. And this is weird. That feels different. That's not normal. Yeah. Oh, right. this has got to be a... And oh, my start, God, I'm dying. My spleen's going to fall out of my you, body. But you start cross-referencing from uh, the bottom of the list, like, all of the worst things. It's never like, oh, maybe I you slept wrong. Yeah, it's like, shoulder cancer or whatever. Right. Um, but, uh, I, but a doctor told me once that um, if, you hear, uh, if you hear hooves 
clapping behind you, it's probably a horse and not a zebra. In other words, yeah, right. It's the zebra is the. I mean, in this Demand, country, right? It's, yeah, yeah in this uh, country. Yeah. <laughs> it like, doesn't work. Yeah. It does not yeah. work yeah. on a savanna. No. Then, it's, then it's the other way around. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but the other guy who's usually on the podcast, but he's out of town right now. Matt never goes to the doctor. He'll just be like, he'll just casually go like, "Yeah, I've been shitting blood for like two days," and we're like, "Go to the doctor." He's like, "I'll be fine. I'll be fine." And then right. I passed out. I'm like, yeah. why did you fucking go to a doctor? Yeah. yeah. There's two sides. I I wish I could be down the middle. I'm gonna get hypnotized. Do you think that'll yeah. work? To do that. That's how I quit smoking. That's uh, how Pardo quit smoking. Really? Yeah. Most amazing experience ever. It was amazing. Well, yeah. it worked once? Uh, three, I went three different sessions. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, it was great. Um, yeah. So I, I wanted to go back to him to get over the fear of flying, actually, because I obviously have to fly so much for work. You're not worried about just turning over the keys to your brain that you're going to wake up and just like your tits will be out. And you're like, like what happened? Why am I fucking my doctor? What, am I at the dentist? What? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> You're like a mountain goat today. You, you just jumped from peak to peak. That's amazing. Oh, God. Jonah is on en fuego today. Yeah, you are. Don't point it out. That's not going to go away. It's so amazing. Remember when you said the thing a second ago and then the other Just let it pass. Thing? Just let it pass. Oh, my God. You're we'll, the we'll reminisce fun. when we stop Everything playing. you say from here on out is going to be gold. Once we step record we'll reminisce then <laughs> what was your favorite joke today Katie <laughs> someone's gonna tune into the next podcast and be like he was fucking horrible yeah, what happened worse. I expected much more <laughs> um, uh, I don't remember what I was just I talking about what were we talking about, we were, just talking about guys? Uh, we were talking right. about no. you hypnotized us yeah. So you're not worried about just handing over the keys to your brain? No, because you're aware of what's going on around you. And like you can, um, like the other day, like I was aware I had to one day that I had to sneeze. And I knew I had to sneeze. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to ruin my hypnotizing because I'm going to fucking sneeze <laughs> in the middle of this thing. And then my eyes are going to open and that's it. I'm going to start smoking again. Like, and, um, but what's in, you, I didn't sneeze because my body was so relaxed and so hypnotized, but I was aware of it. So you're still, you know, the other day I had an itch on my foot and I itched it with my other foot and like, and you were fine. Hmm. So you can move. It's just that your body, you have to be open to it. Like, you know, a girlfriend of mine was like, he didn't, did everything. And I just, I wouldn't go under. I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't go under. I was like, do it. Why am I not going under? And I'm like, well, maybe because you were threatening the doctor and like being like, put me under. So you have to be open to it to go under, you know? Okay. Yeah. I've never been, I mean. I think the experience that I have with hypnosis is the comedy hypnotist who makes people... I, there was in Vegas, I saw, like, a X-rated hypnotist, which I couldn't oh, figure Christ. out. Like, you are now a chicken with a dick in its ass. Like, I don't know... <laughs> That'd be amazing. What's that, what that jackass chicken? It's That'd a jackass be chicken. But he could fly off his yes, dick. He could. <laughs> Again, yeah. with the flapping of the hands. Yeah. Many one, different though, flaps. But that one, though, I had the chicken mouth. You did, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, do, the, you did do a bit of the chicken mouth at I the did, same time. I did, I did. <laughs> well, you know. Did you, ever, did you ever do any kind of... Were you ever in a comedy group, or did you ever do that? No. No, never. Um... Comedy scares the shit out of me. But you're funny. Well, you know, in some circles. <laughs> um, I had to, um, 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 uh, Marilyn Roshkob, actually. Rice Cup, yeah. Rice, yeah, sorry. Convinced me to do um, stand-up comedy at the comedy store for the children's hospital. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. And she's like, it's just literally called The Lie That You Told. And it could be t- 20 seconds. I was like, okay, fantastic. And I couldn't think of what I was going to do. So I wrote 
seven pages on a yellow file of every white lie I've ever told in my entire life, and I just got on stage and read it, and it oh, took kind of 15 fun. minutes, and people were dying laughing. So, I mean, that's like, thank God it went over like that, because right before I was supposed to go on, Jenna Alfman was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm so nervous, I have no idea what I'm going to do, and, and I had it memorized, but I was so petrified, and she goes, whatever you do, don't try to be funny. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Go up there and make them cry? Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, that was my plan. And so I just went up and read it. And it was funny because I kept turning pages, like <laughs> kept going. Like that's fun. That was junior high. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. So it was it was fun. That's the only time I've done it, and I don't, I don't. Um. Yeah. Anyone get any video of that? It's online, but it was hard. It was back in the day with the flip cams. Oh so it's yeah. All dark. The it wasn't dark like, ages. It wasn't like iPhones weren't out yet. Yeah. I right. I don't think. That's uh. It was like ninety-eight. Oh yeah, that was way before. Uh, the oh iPhone. wait, no, God, no, two thousand. Jesus Christ, what year are we in? Is this one of the lies? Two thousand, yeah. yeah, it was two thousand seven. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> it was a big it's difference. quite a jump. <laughs> yeah. Two really different periods of time there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in '98, you were like I don't know, like 18 years old. Yeah. I'm gonna just pretend like I not, I didn't make that mistake yeah. at all. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> fucking lost it. How about this? Okay, you're obviously your brain just broke, but you'll be fine. <laughs> but fine. whenever whenever something like that happens, just do, <laughs> just do the chicken. <laughs> Gotta get out of hey here. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get off this thing! <laughs> I feel like most of my life is me as a chicken trying to get, get off, off the dick that's in my right? ass. Yeah, well, Socrates said that <laughs> we're all just chickens, chickens on dicks. dicks yeah. you know, I've, dick been, I've been in some part of the world somebody's fucked a chicken before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably this one. Yeah. I probably just Reseda. Like, I don't think you'd have to go that far. That's how the bird flu started. I Yo, think. somebody Aww. got that dick and a chicken. Mm-hmm. My luck, I would be the chicken flapping and I'd fly off the dick and land with my mouth on another one. Like <laughs> 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 top heavy chicken uh, or something. H six and nine. Come on, guys. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to do the cross reference of every like medical term and fucking dick joke that I can think Ever? of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. Uh, that's how we roll around here. Was uh, was uh, uh, well, we'll talk about Riddick in a sec because I know that that's that's coming out in a couple days. But what was the 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 the, the Battlestar set? Was it fun or was it serious or was it uh, intense or? Did you get tired? Like, what was it? And it was, like, I think, a little bit of both. You know, like I've never been one person to go to to work and like do practical jokes on people because I always feel bad for the crew because the crew's yeah. like, "Are you fucking? I'm now I'm now stuck here for another." 15 <laughs> I had to build minutes. this at four o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah. So I've always kind of felt bad for the crew, but <clears throat> um, it was a fun set. Like we had a, you know, we joked around a lot, and there was a lot of downtime on that show and a lot of cast members. You know, we had. Um, the lot in Vancouver was like filled with our trailers. I mean, there were you know like fifty-seven cast members. It was Jeez. crazy. So I mean, <clears throat> at any given time, you'd have like twenty trailers all over the place. You know, and they're double bangers. So you'd have tons of people. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I said double banger. Double yeah. banger. For some reason, it's never been funny until now. <laughs> um, and. Um, um, yeah, so it was, you know, we had a good time, but it was also really intense, and, and when it was over and you had, like, your two months off, it was the best two months ever, because you, like, slept. So, it was kind of nice. Did you follow uh, Mary McDonnell around 
and just do, do pick her brain. Just do dances with wolves, all things the like kicking bird. Like did you <laughs> do the Tatanka? Tatanka. Tatanka. Remember when you were in that? Yeah. Remember when you were in that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's appropriate to remind someone of when they didn't win an Oscar. Like oh. remember you know, when you didn't win that Remember Oscar? when you didn't win the Oscar? Like, I have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. I I loved her to death, and she's fantastic. That's pretty fucking great cast. Like that was the Battlestar was one of the. I think it might have been like the first or one of the first sci-fi series to really like. Oh, this is television, but it looks like a movie. Like the effects yeah. are like, oh wow, this actually. That I think that's where everything kind of jumped up a notch for TV sci-fi. Yeah, for sure. You know, it, it was. It's a really interesting thing because I think that. Battlestar Galactica was on at a time where there was television that was opening that were these shows were opening doors and and just changing television whether it be The Sopranos or Battlestar we were all on the air at the same time and and it really was and 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 even Sex in the City like these shows that were really changing the way that you watch television and um, and um, I think that had Battlestar been on the air now we probably would have won Emmys. But because it was like ahead of its time, people didn't know how to wrap their brain around a science fiction show that wasn't really science fiction. Well, but it was it, science fiction, but it was n- political. And- but now it's we're, now it's very commonplace that you know that cable shows get nominated for a million now, Emmys. Yeah. And but mm-hmm. even just as recently as like five or six years ago, like really before, I mean, I guess Sopranos, um, Sopranos was pretty unique in that way. Yeah. But it wasn't super common for a lot of other. It's certainly like HBO. But it, but it wasn't like you know the Sci-Fi Channel or a, or AMC or like those were not yeah. co- that was not commonplace. Right? No, not at all. I mean now and now it's like you know if a network show that's comedies are different, but for dramas, a network show getting nominated is like I'm sorry, what? Right? Yeah. Does anyone even watch that show? <laughs> Isn't it weird that there's it's like, like CBS? What? Well, there's still yeah. network. Good for them for trying. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah no, I mean it's yeah. So it's it's um it was a great show to be on. It was really cool. And it's what's really great about it is now that like kids that are like 10, 12 years old are coming up and saying that they're huge fans of it. When you actually think back, they weren't alive when we started. Oh, whoa. which is very weird. Yeah, that's when you start freaking out. Yeah. My parents used to watch that. They what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had like a little nine-year-old girl come up to me and say that, that, um, and her parents were with her, um, but she had said that the the drum, the soundtrack, put Mm -hmm. her to sleep. Um, as as a baby, and now it soothes her as like a nine year old because when she was born, her parents were taking turns watching episodes oh, to like shit. during feedings. So this child was like oh, soothed oh, wow. by the drums and the soundtrack of Battlestar. Fucking Cylon, isn't that crazy? She's a right, Cylon. she glowed. It was She's really weird. <laughs> Man. But it was so weird to see a nine year old come. It was really <laughs> <laughs> weird. <laughs> Uh. Riddick is out in yeah. theaters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swish. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hugging you from across the table. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I used to love the uh, they take the Universal tour, and I got so mad when they took. Did you ever go to the tour when they had the old Cylons and you? It was like the first stop. Oh gosh, yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't remember. I don't because I didn't know what they were until I got the show. I'd, had, I'd never seen the original series. What do you mean? <laughs> How could you not have? Yeah. This doesn't even seem possible. It, it, the original series was actually on the year before I was born. Oh man! So I'd never seen it, and it was one of the only sci-fi shows my dad never showed me. 
Um, Are you but, feeling old now, Chris? Is that what's happening? I'm still laughing about that. Oh. <laughs> still laughing about the joke. That was fucking... Bam! Oh, fantastic. You're welcome to come back on the podcast whenever you want. I don't know if my publicist is going to allow... I'm just yeah, kidding. your publicist will be fine. Yeah. Listen, yeah. whenever Matt's out of town, you gotta come yeah. sit in. <laughs> you gotta come sit in with us. I don't think you can, though, because we're really only looking to have uh, male actors and directors. That's right, <laughs> right so true, you have to true, understand, yeah. you know. My career is going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> I, I hear, I've heard tales that uh, Vin Diesel is a huge D&D guy. Does, do you know if he is a Dungeons and Dragons? Could you imagine, my, what's that? <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. He's he's massive. From what I, I and I didn't know this till we were on the Comic Con panel, and he started talking about how Dungeons. I can't even say it. Dungeons and Dragons actually kind of formed his imagination. As as you know, I, I don't know when he said he played it. I'm assu- I don't know when in his life it was. Um, I'm sure. He, I think he still play. I'm not sure. But I think he, I heard that he has his character's name tattooed across his stomach. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true. Oh my god. Does he have a tattoo across his stomach? No. Is his okay. character's name Thug Life? Well, it depends on <laughs> it depends on how far down it is. Sure. You know, like I've never I've never My character's name is Dicknet. I've never <laughs> seen that far down on Vin. Um, but um so I don't know. But on his stomach, stomach like belly button region, no. It'd be funny if he that. just took his his penis out and it had his character's name, he's like, What, you don't like D and D? Like, come on. Come on. Oh god! He seems like a fun. He he's seems like pretty, he could be a funny guy. He'd actually guy. probably find that absolutely hysterical. He's amazing. He's really, really funny, and he's very good at like taking the piss out of himself. And he just he laughs more than anyone I know, uh, and, uh, uh, and it's uh. really kind of terrifying sometimes because <laughs> his voice is so low. Um, and he's just. Um, I did an interview and someone said that they wanted to like they just wanted Vin and his voice to like read him like <laughs> like like fairy tales and I was like that's sort of creepy. Yeah. Once upon a time. But fucking can can I Iron Giant still amazing breaks my heart. Right. I mean fucking amazing movie. Yeah. 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 No, Vin's a phenomenal actor. He like, doesn't realize he's a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> Don't hurt him. <laughs> our friends. <laughs> I'm going to have to go watch Iron Giant again. <laughs> it's great. I've seen it once. It's a go- it's such a gorgeous movie. Brad Bird. Brad Bird. I liked that movie. Um, what do you want to so you oh you probably can't talk about this thing in November yet cuz it's not a done deal yeah, and no, they typically don't appreciate that when you talk about stuff. Is there anything else as we're sort of gliding this bird in for a landing. Is there any sort of thing this that you want to do? Just coming in for a cock. <laughs> coming in for a cock in the mail. <laughs> Took off from This one. top heavy chicken. <laughs> His waddles flapping. He doesn't know where that he's doing. He doesn't know he's a weapon. He doesn't know. <laughs> 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 fucking razors on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Is there anything else you want to do? Like, what, what do you, what do you want to do? All, <laughs> what do you want to do? do? Like, what have you still? Are you like? What's oh. a perfect Sunday? <laughs> perfect Sunday. Well, um, I really, I just don't have one. <laughs> anything where I'm still at home in my bed. I love and not I, having cancer. That's a good Sunday. It's a good Sunday. Yeah. Could you imagine if that was my answer? Not having cancer. <laughs> yeah, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I, uh, you know, working on. 
you know, writing, um, not personally writing, but, um, you know, I have a lot of ideas in my head and I'm smart enough to know that I'm not a writer. Um, so doing that and, and working with other writers with some projects that I have going on and optioning books and, and, you know, I I really want to do a romantic comedy and, and for some reason, um, (laughs) dick humor doesn't work in audition rooms. (laughs) It should. It should, man. It should. It should be hilarious. Yeah, I know. So I, you know, trying to do things like that. You those those kind of jokes. Oh my God, that's fantastic. The quirky (laughs) friend is a pretty sweet role to have. Now, I know it's not the bank role to have, Mm -hmm. but the quirky friend the film doesn't rest on your shoulders. 100%. You fucking come in. You get to be funny because the other people can't be as funny. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, crazy thing. And then you leave. And people always go, oh, but I fucking loved, yeah. you know. And when you're not the lead, you can come in and steal the movie. Yeah. And they're like, not purposefully, but like with your, because people aren't expecting it. And you come yeah. in and they're like, wow. And you do that enough times. And then like fucking right. Melissa McCarthy was the quirky friend a lot. A and lot. then like, oh, she's hilarious. Let's make her the lead. Yeah. Well, I always said that like, I'd rather be the quirky friend than the pretty lead because the pretty lead. <laughs> I said that when my uh, face falls and my tits sag, I'm still going to have a job. Yeah. So, you can always be, you know, you can, yeah. I can always be. There's just some big titty floppy girl. I don't even know what you do with that. It looks like you're juggling your own elderly boobs at the moment. My grandmother, when she passed away, she was sitting on the end of her bed, and and my mom was helping her get dressed, and she was just funnier than shit towards the end. And she's sitting there naked, and my mom's helping her get dressed, and she's grabbing her boobs from the skin and going twenty five. 85. <laughs> 25. 85. Holy shit. And, uh, amazing. Amazing. Like the humor in this woman at the very end to just be just find something so I mean it was just awesome. That's where so, you got it. Uh, yeah, she was pretty funny. That's she where you got funny, it. So. Well, uh, again, you're welcome to come back on anytime you want. Thanks. Riddick is out to Friday. Mer- Comes out today. Friday. Well, yeah, yeah. They, well, because uh, we'll release this on Friday. Well, today in Europe, actually. Oh. Yeah, like in London. Oh, you're, oh, you're, right? oh, you're releasing uh, this September on Friday. 6th. I get it. I wasn't getting the winks and yes. the nudges yeah. and the kicks you know out of the fucking yeah, table. We're doing we should, this live. We should, put up, we should put it up tomorrow. We should put it up Wednesday. Because it, that way it gives people a couple days to listen to it and then go see the movie as opposed to... Mm. They may not listen to mm. it the second it comes out. I'm... <laughs> Whether or not they like dick humor, we may lose some viewers. <laughs> you will not lose anyone listening to this show, I you promise you. Maybe like, that girl has the worst mouth. I mean... You should wash it out with soap or dicks. No. <laughs> dick soaps. Dick soaps. Dick-shaped soaps. I bet they have them at the pleasure chest. Do- oh, oh, oh my do. God. You know they have dick-shaped soaps at the they pleasure do, chest. right next to the dick-shaped candy necklaces. Yay! Yay! Yay Bachelor party! Yay! It's totally fine. You can suck a dick. You're that not is- <laughs> <laughs> you, I, when you're a comedian and you show up for to do a show and they're like, "There's the bachelor, the bachelorette part in the audience," you're always like, "No," oh. because they come in with like the dick hats and Wigs dick and straws, and they're fucking just like, "It's Shelly's night. She can talk out loud." And you're like, "Please, please don't please. <laughs> punch Shelly in the face." <laughs> yeah. Not wrong. It's okay. You're not married yet. You won't kill me. Someone is committing their lives to this. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you ever see that person and go, how? I mean, how? seriously. How? Seriously. How did that who said this was okay? I read something the other day that was fucking hysterical that it was about J-Lo and, um, J-Lo, and I want to say Mariah Carey, but it wasn't. Oh, J-Lo and Madonna, whose boyfriends were both like, you know, 
much, much younger than them. And, and I think it was a tweet. I don't remember what it was. But this person said, so ladies, it's okay if you're not dating. They may just not be born yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was kind of awesome. They're not out, they are literally not out there in the world yet. <laughs> They're just in the belly still. But someday. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. When you think about 18 years from now, you're still not that old. No. Uh, and uh, Especially guys. Guys get better looking with age. Yeah, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's what I hope is true. It's true. When does that happen? Right after all those doors shut. <laughs> then you have nothing to do but nothing. get better looking. <laughs> they, your face gets formed by all the doors slamming on yeah. them. And then that's where you get the it's chiseled just, look. That's why guys look good. And then yeah. you, start, you start running. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just you start running. Away from your own fear. Just Seriously, fucking running. I started exercising eight years ago because I was like, I am not going to turn 50 someday and then be like, well, I better figure out how to get out of this tailspin. <laughs> Because <laughs> I didn't want to fucking be that guy, yeah. so uh, so I'm very glad. I'm very glad that I did. It's never too late to start. Jonah Ray's been working out. He I looks started, great. I started. You look working good. Out. That's Thank fantastic. You. you look good, Jonah Ray. Fine. I figured at 31, it, should, it was a good time to start working out working for the out. first time. I stopped at like 32. Yeah, I mean, you, you fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Like after after Riddick, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, like yeah. I I am done. My my arms were so massive. Oh. Oh, really? I, I was in the gym like uh, in Montreal with a, c- a couple of the cast, and, and I was looking for the 35. The pounder. gym? The, the gym. Mm. The gym. And looking for the, it was either the 30s or the 35-pound dumbbells. Let's say 35s because it makes the story Sounds even better. better. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that this, this guy was using them to fly with, like over the bench. And I was like, oh, fantastic. There they are. Do you mind if I work in with you? And he went, okay. And I picked them up and started curling them. Oh, shit. And to come to find out, he's like an ex-football player. And was like, I walked out, and then he looked at one of the cast members and went, "What the fuck was that?" Oh shit! <laughs> like, you got a Warner brother. Like, what are you doing? Like, she can't. Yeah. And I was. Yeah. I mean, I was ma- my arms curling were the thirty fives. I might have been thirty, but they were huge. I mean, my arms were really gross. But so. now, will you look- now they're wimpy like spaghetti arms, just like chicken. <laughs> just like chicken wings. It's great. Yeah, that was a weird, crazy part when I was do- when I tried CrossFit for a couple of weeks. Oh, where God. just like you're struggling, and then there's this tiny lady next to you just fucking kicking your ass with heavier weights and yeah. more reps and faster. It's just yeah, it's ridiculous. Is, but CrossFit's not really bigger's not really. No, no, yeah. it's not. Has nothing to do with it. Yeah, and CrossFit's great. Yeah, it was just a bit too. Uh, <laughs> It's very intense. Yeah, I feel that if you have any, all the CrossFit people everywhere are going to go fucker. Yeah, if you have any injuries, I don't know if it's right for you. Like P ninety X is great too. If yeah. you don't have knee problems, shoulder problems, back problems, feet going problems. on marathon runs is, is a great, great idea. Too. Well, but. it's just a lot of the a lot of them a lot of like the televised exercise stuff you see like, you know, people love kettlebells and you go yeah, but you just. There are so many ways to do them incorrectly and oh, fucking right. ruin your back. Destroy like yourself. if you don't, if you're lifting with your back or you move mm-hmm. in a weird way, yeah. you can really fuck your body yeah. up. So in theory, yeah. if you do it perfectly, right. then it's great. But most people will just buy them and go, I'm swinging a bell. Privacy yeah. of their own home, right? Yeah. The one thing I've learned as I've gotten older is that it's not about what you do at the gym. It's 95% what you eat. Yeah. Totally, hundred percent. Yeah, and thirty minutes, like a thirty-minute walk, and like five push-ups, and maybe ten sit-ups a day, is like all you need. You're you in good don't shape. need to do anything. It's really, you know, to live a healthy life. Yeah, I, mean, no, I don't. I don't want to look like a supermodel. No, 
I mean, I did. You know, what, you know what it was? And then I realized that was a yeah. door and it closed. <laughs> and and it's I a lot went, of, fuck. It's a, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of work. What's the, all right. Yeah, the, uh, the, the thing that got me like motivated to, uh, to start working out was, um, what's the guy from Parks and Rec that's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy? Chris oh, Pratt. gosh. Chris oh, Pratt. Yeah. So it's like he, oh, he yeah. Instagrammed that picture of just like, no beer for, what do you say, like six months and then working out. And like, do you was... really want to give a beer for six months? I don't. No, I don't. That's the right. fucking problem. <laughs> exactly. That's what's fucking like. That's why right. I buoy. Just like uh, it's like. Right. That's why, like but see, that's why I have. An, that's why I have an unfair advantage because I don't drink. So for me, oh, it's God. just like I'm not getting those calories. Well, because yeah. I would drink all the beers if yeah. I could. But the thing right. is, it's different now, Chris. There's all kinds of beers you can choose from, and they're all different tastes. You're and styles. right. Yeah. I've been stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, no. But, but when you quit, it was like you know, you go to a bar and there was Heineken, Bud, and Bud Light. There was Stella. This is an, an amazing interview. People are going to be like, not only did he tell me I could do tons of drugs, <laughs> there are technically... mul- multiple beers to choose from, yeah. just like ladies and dicks. Mom. Yes, ladies and dicks, so many different kinds. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, but that's that's the problem is just uh, like staying away from beer, just because it's just yeah, it's good. really heavy. Yeah. yeah, when I don't, when I start working again, I immediately cut wine out. And go to vodka. <laughs> yeah, here's my here's my problem with vodka. Like I'll have like two and be like, well, I can't have a third, so I'll, you know I'll just take it easy with a beer. No, water it down. Like what I do is I I do I have this the penguin like the soda stream thing. Yeah, I, oh, so, I love that. Okay, so yeah, sparkly yeah. water. Do like a splash of vodka and like a squeeze of lime, mm-hmm. and you're actually not even drinking that much. It's just psychological. Yeah. Well, I know beer. Tech, I know beer has a lot of calories as, as compared calories to vodka, calories, but yeah. but yeah. it's but alcohol is still essentially sugar that your body has to metabolize, and it's hard to, and it's very hard to metabolize yeah. it. So yeah. it just goes. Let's just put that over here. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna stay in the dark on this side. <laughs> yeah, I know. Katie, your eyes are glazing over. <laughs> Listen to me. You're just like it's like blissful <laughs> ignorance would be my D and D From your point of view, you just see this tunnel and this very thin pin, this pin light at the end. <laughs> Katie, come back to us. Yeah. Um, vodka. What? What? Yeah. Where's what? Where's what? There? Where's huh? that movie there? Where? What? Well, you've been absolutely delightful, and I Thanks please for please me. come back on anytime, and uh, good luck with the onslaught of the next uh, couple days. And... Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, it's it's an interesting thing when when some of the coolest shit in your life happens. You know, the universe obviously has to give you something just to level out your you know the playing field and take something away from you. Do you believe that? I do. I do. I think that you know. I don't know. I think that um, there's a that yeah. I've I've gotten to this point, and this is like by far one of the biggest moments of my career. And you know, losing something that matters so much to you, it just reminds you what's important. So I won't get that's, caught. That's up a good in point it, of view. You know? I, I I used to think things like that were connected, and I think my dad thinks that too, or he did when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I but I do think that it's random and. You know, then that they're not really connected, but I think we want to connect things because that's how we understand the world as being tethered to right. other things. Yeah, I'm gonna. I drink, you know, so <laughs> I, I tend to make things make sense in my own head. That's Listen, great it, about it. Really you know, connects the dots. It really does connect the dots. <laughs> yeah. I well, just get really, really smart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and everything seems to be connected. And your friends are so much more funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> but I am I'm very sorry about Meatball. It's okay. It's all right. But it, but it sounds like that you guys have had a good time together and that you have a healthy outlook on He's it. He's awesome. He will live in my memories and on a, a box on my mantle. Nice. My mom nice. has my mom has really? that too yeah she 
she's yeah. her, her last two dogs. She has, yeah. she has yeah. their ashes. My mom was my saying mom uh, she was going to send. She's like, I can send you and your brother a little bit of Duke's ashes. And I was like, yeah, you just keep it there. I love him from afar. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Again, yeah, and like a couple months after, she's like, I'm sorry, I said that. That's really creepy. I was just really emotional. Yeah, like it's totally fine. Just here to support. I just got really upset while I was watching you while you sleep. What? What? Well, I was petting you. You'll be the new Duke. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fucking mountain goat. Fucking mountain goat. <laughs> well Stop done. the podcast, Chris. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, be funny. No. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your burrito, We should everyone. end while you're on top. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what this podcast should be called. <laughs> end while you're on top. I usually do. <laughs> it's sort of the theme of the podcast. Do end while you're on do top. end while yeah. you're on top. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Welcome to Pura, the most pristine safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the outer lands. There's no crime in Pura, no murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us. In Pura, promised to keep you safe. I killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pure. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now, ad-free, on Wondery+. Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.